Hi everyone and welcome to the Voice Magazine Instaview series. I'm Saskia, the assistant editor and the host of Instaviews, where I interview creatives from all different backgrounds and all different creative disciplines on what they've been up to, what new things they are working on and how lockdown's been treating them. We have great lineups and great guests at every interviews so do stay tuned and I'll see you on Instagram today's lineup we have a very special guest Ava class who is a music prodigy I think that might be a bit of an understatement but let's go with that and she is here today to talk to us about um, achieving a grade A in piano with Trinity College London and how she juggles her very exhaustive schedule for a 13-year-old. Okay, so hi, I'm Ava Class. I'm 13 and I'm from London. I've been playing the piano ever since I was four and the cello ever since I was six. Uh, at school, I love Spanish, biology and English. Um, I'm one third of my own music class, which I do with my little sister and my mum. And like most people my age, I'm obsessed with Billie Eilish and Harry Styles. <laughs> it's not even just most people your age. I'm 25. Everybody, I'm everybody, with all ages, all obsessed with them. <laughs> Exactly. So you've been playing um, the piano since you were four and cello since you were six. Was it the fact that um, your mum is quite musical that's influenced you or did you get your influence from somewhere else? Well, um, I fell in love with music at a really young age because I've grown up in a really musical household. Um, my mum's an amazing performer, an amazing musician. So I've just been absolutely surrounded by music. I think I fell in love with it because I was fortunate enough to go to a lot of live events a lot, and I got to see a lot of live music. So I've seen musicals, I've seen ballets, I've seen music festivals. I'm so grateful for that because nothing beats live music at all. It's awesome. But I also love music for all the little things that I do with my family. We do our car karaoke's where we listen to Lil Mix, Beyonce. We do our kitchen discos. We dance to Dolly Parton in the, in the mornings. Or if my mum's getting ready, we'll listen to Duran Duran because that's our favourite band. So I love, I absolutely adore music. I've always had it around me. And uh, I look at my little baby brother and Snoopy um, Apollo, but we call him Snoopy and I, I can see that he's growing up in the same way that I did so he always he comes and taps us if I, me and my sister were playing together and he'll say ah because that's the only word he knows other than dada and he'll just sit on our lap and bang away at the keys and that's just what I did with my mum another thing I think I learned to appreciate music more because of something that my mum does on the weekend and it's pretty special because none of my friends do this over the breakfast table it's really cool and um, it's mama school she calls it mama school and it's where every Saturday or Sunday just on the weekend we'll she'll teach us a bit about music like we'll do a different genre or we'll do a different performer so one week we'll do David Bowie the next week we'll do Camille Saison or Chopin or Bach so that's been that's been really cool because she doesn't just want us to just know pop music because there's so many different kinds of music she wants us to have an all-rounded kind of view and appreciation sounds like a fun household it's a very loud household <laughs> but it's, it's really fun so that's great though I mean it's very good as well that you get your experience of all different kinds of music so then you can that probably informs the kind of music that you like to play and that you enjoy as well which is great yeah definitely so you are a very talented young lady because from what I hear you have completed your grade eight piano and you did that at the age of 12 and during lockdown no less yeah how did you do that how was it tell me well first of all 
full credit to Trinity and the examples for even keeping the exams going at all. I was really worried at the beginning of COVID. I put in a lot of hard work into my grade eight and I was worried that I wasn't going to get to do it. And at that point, the only thing worse than doing your exam was not doing your exam. So that was great that I got to do it. And I think that the biggest challenges with doing an online exam is trying to recreate an exam environment in a really loud house. The baby was crying. My sister decided with that when I was filming, she was going to cycle past on her bike and ring her bell really loudly because we kind of have like a, a sister code where two bells means there's a car, three bells means it's gone. And she thought she'd just tell me when I was trying to film. But my, my favorite memory, I think of all is when my mum went out into the street and she had to ask our neighbours really kindly if they wouldn't mind just going inside for 20 minutes because they were playing hockey, hockey on the street. So she had to bribe them with our Christmas chocolates and, and they, they graciously they accepted. And I was a little bit gutted because I lost all the Christmas chocolate, but I got my exam. So when I see when I see the certificate on the wall, uh, it's really it's an unforgettable exam. It's I'm never ever gonna forget. I don't think anybody would forget mine, Hori. The exams are stressful enough without neighbours playing hockey and your sister ringing a bicycle bell. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> we laugh about it now, though. It wasn't as funny at the time, but we we definitely laugh about it now. <laughs> I can imagine you weren't finding it funny at the time, but, <laughs> but you still managed to pass and I'm sure with flying colours as well. So congratulations. Thank you. And, Thank you so much. And for those of you um, who aren't aware, that's Trinity College London that you completed your grade, grade eight piano. In. So not only do you play piano, you played a cello. Am I missing any other instruments that you might be a wizard? No, that's just it. I did recorder in year three, but other than that, piano and cello. Yeah. <laughs> and out of the two, which one would you say you're most fond of? Well, with the piano, um, I'll admit I get really bad stage fright. Um, I don't think a lot of people know this, but I go, I get quite shaky. I go quite green. If I know I'm being filmed, I get really worried. Or if I'm about to do a live performance, I suddenly go, oh my goodness I've got my whole piece but um, I've never really gotten that with the cello but I'm really proud of my achievements with the piano I love that it's an instrument my whole all the class girls we all play it together so we can perform together and um, it's meant that I've been able to teach my own students and it's great that we can all jam together uh, with the cello I love that it's my own kind of instrument so it kind of gives me like a sense of individuality I can play my own pieces and it's really nice and it's also great because in all my cello exams I can have my mum as an accompanist so that's really fun Oh, that's very good you. And like I was going to ask you um, later on that you've brought it up, so I'll go with that now. You actually teach your own students as well, and you're 13 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> where do you find the time? Where do you find the time to deal with this? Oh, I just do it after school. I do, I do it on the weekends. At the moment, I'm doing it virtually, so mm-hmm. that's a little bit different. But yeah, I'm still I'm still doing it. And do you enjoy teaching? Yeah, I really enjoy teaching. Um, it's definitely it's given me a newfound appreciation of what my teachers are trying to do for me. <laughs> I realise they're not trying to torture me. They just want me to learn the piece because I have five pupils under the age of seven. I've had a lot of running around, asking for sweets, asking every five minutes if they can go to the bathroom, asking if they can bring all their toys in to sit on the piano know sometimes just hiding under the piano itself and I understand I wanted to do that when I was practicing for my grade eight so I can't I can't blame them but it's it's definitely made me be really respectful to my teachers and my in my lessons now it's made me realize how incredible they are and uh, also it made me realize that it takes a whole family support to help with music I've been really lucky to have a mum who's an incredible teacher who if I'm playing the wrong notes in the piano even if she's in the room next door she'll call out the right ones to me 
me. So if I'm stuck, I don't have to wait an entire week to get the help. So um, I've never really um, I've taken that for granted. I think before that I have um, an amazing teacher who can help me like seven days a week. But a lot of people don't have that. So it's definitely made me appreciate my mum a lot more as well. I'm sure your teachers will be so happy to hear that you have a bit of yeah. what they do now. Yeah. Because most people don't get that until they're, you know, much older and they're like, oh, I understand my teachers more, but it's great that you've got that now. Yeah, um, um, it's also amazing uh, because it's given me kind of like a sense of financial independence. Obviously, I'm still, I'm still quite young, so I rely on my mum, definitely. But I know that I don't get pocket money anymore. I'll, whatever I get, that's with my teaching money. And so when I buy something, it, I get a real sense of pride because I know that I worked for that. It's kind of made me appreciate how what I'm doing and also it makes me look after whatever I'm buying a lot more. I'm like, hero, be really careful if you borrow that shirt because I got that with my piano money. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, never... definitely, definitely make me take care of my things. You can never learn financial independence too early. So um, not only are you teaching and playing two instruments and going to school, you also do a lot of charity work. So I've read, and you're also one third of Mylene's music class. So do you want to tell us a bit about both of those? So Mylene's music class was kind of like a channel that my mum, she came up with, and my sister and I, we got involved with, because... At the beginning of COVID, everyone was really, really nervous. Um, everyone was going online and everyone was finding online learning really difficult. At the moment, my sister and I were doing online school and that can be really, really challenging. So we just wanted people to have a really fun and educational um, channel to go to. We're on TikTok and YouTube and we just wanted people to feel a little bit better. We wanted to do our bit because we can't, a lot of people were teaching sports online, a lot of people were teaching maths, but trigonometry is not our forte. <laughs> so we went with music we thought what can we all do music we started doing that instead and it's been really fun I've learned so much um a lot of things at first my mom said today we'll be teaching history of music and I think to myself children don't want to learn about that I'm a kid I don't want to learn history of music but now that we've done it it's actually really, really fun. Like we learned that Liszt, he had an amazing composer. He had so many fans asking for his hair that he had to cut his dog's hair and send that to him. And there's another, yeah, it's like crazy things like that. And there's another class where you can see my sister and I try and be like Mozart. I try and play blindfolded and she uses her nose. So it's been really fun for us to film. And it's been really fun spending so much time together in lockdown to do something we all love. No, that's how, I mean, you're absolutely right. Lots of people were, you know, looking online for just new things to do and ways to stay sane so it's really great that you all banded together and were able to achieve that yeah um what about your charity work um so with the charity work my sister and I we saw what kind of impact my mum was having with her save the children when we were younger we would see her going away for the trips um but now that we're a little bit older we wanted to get involved as well Mm -hmm. so uh at Christmas time, we did um, Save the Children's Christmas Jumper Day campaign with my mum at home. And um, we, we work at the food bank because my uncle, he works there. So we go down, we help, we load up the trucks and we, we help pack the bags. And so, yeah, we've definitely, we've, my sister and I, my mum's always been doing a lot of charity work. But mm-hmm. it's been nice because this year we've definitely gotten involved as well. Very inspirational young lady you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did mention how um, you find you know, online classes can be a little bit tricky. Is there anything, um, like, what is the issue with, not issue, but is there anything in particular that you found difficult with online teaching at all? Online teaching, well, we have a lot of people in the household trying to use the same Wi-Fi, so there'll be a lot of, I'm trying to do a math school right now and it's breaking off. Kahiro, do you mind just turning off your call for now? So we've definitely, we've all been haggling over the Wi-Fi. But other than that, there's been a lot of 
really good points to it as well. Um, but mm-hmm. to be honest, I wouldn't even be getting out of bed for my online class if my mum wasn't dragging me out of bed in that way. <laughs> she is, I'm a complete normal 13 year old. I can't get myself out of bed. So <laughs> I definitely need my mum for that. In our house, we joke, we say, we call her our marmager because we would get nowhere on time without her. So we definitely need us to keep, need her to keep us going. So you've also um, played performances with some really, you know, world-renowned um, musicians. I know that you said earlier you get a bit anxious when you're um, about to play piano, but in general, do you enjoy performing live? Is that something that you want to do more of? Or yeah, I absolutely I love performing. There's no better feeling than when you're finished and you go that piece. I used to find that piece so difficult, and I've just played it. How have I done that? It's it's an amazing feeling. I do get really nervous. My first performance was was for. Pre- Prince Charles, my first performance ever. I don't think that can be topped. I was super nervous. I was shaky, thought I was going to throw up. My sister, though, funnily enough, she didn't seem to be worried at all. She was more worried that everyone's going to eat all the cakes at the cake stand before she finished her <laughs> performance. So that pretty much summed it up. Um, I could see Amanda Holden in the audience when I was playing, um, sitting a few feet away from me on the stage was Andrew Lloyd Webber himself staring at my fingers while I was playing. But I think what kept me going was my mum was in the corner of my eye. I could see my mum at the other side of the stage. She was giving me a big thumbs up telling me, you got this. So she's my cheerleader. I was really, I, and I got through it and it was the best feeling ever. It was amazing. And we got here on a cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was happier about that than anything else <laughs> my first job ever was for Lang Lang he is so kind when I got there um, there were some other like children teenagers working on the video with him and I was one of them but I got there and I was the smallest and everyone else was so much older and I was the only girl and I just felt really really small um, and I just felt quite nervous again but he was so kind he came over I think he could tell I was a bit nervous and he talked to me he asked if I wanted to play my piece to him and he gave me some tips he played for me and uh best of all he signed my music book which I have framed downstairs so that's that's the best part it's been absolutely incredible to perform from such a young age it's amazing and do you have any performances obviously with COVID it's a little bit different and difficult at the moment but are you looking forward to once this is all over being able to perform live again yeah absolutely and I think everyone's really been missing live music and that's Mm. something we all definitely want to get back to so as soon as possible yeah um, I think we're all going to find the class girls in action again yeah. <laughs> have you thought about doing any online um, concerts? I don't know if you have already, but have you? Because lots of artists have moved online to perform. Have you thought about that at all? Um, well, we did an online performance for say uh, for. Oh, for St. John's Ambulance, sorry. Um, we did it for St. John's Ambulance and that was amazing. I got to do that with my entire family. That was really good. Um, we really, really enjoyed that. But also, there's kind of um, an idea with these performances that I must find them really easy, like I said before, because my mum's an incredible musician. But uh, just to let you know that, obviously, these performances, they don't come very easy to me a lot of the time. Um, doing them more often, it's definitely gotten my confidence up. But um, I find it really hard. And I know that when people go there, when I say that I'm choosing music for my GCSE, for example, a lot of my friends go, oh, of course you are. That's really easy because your mum plays the piano. You you must be really good as well. But um, I know that I've done that in my own right. And I know that when I look at my certificates, I know that my mum got me there. She made me she made sure I practice like every mum. She nags me to practice even when I'm going, no, I don't. I want to go out today or something like that. She says, no, you're going to practice. And that's the right thing to do. And um, I got there and I know that at the end of the day, I was the one who had to go into the exam by myself and I had to play for the examiner so I know that nobody can take that away from me so that's a really great that's a really great feeling as well 
Yeah, exactly. And nobody should try to. I mean, you know, as you said, you're the one who walks into the music room and does your thing. <laughs> and Yeah, you, know, you have you to get that work, definitely. Music exactly. is not a softer subject. So it's good that you, you know, you hold on to that and you know that. So forget about what everybody else says. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of course. So you're going to do um, study music for your GCSE, did you say? Yeah. So is music the profession and the road that you want to take into the future or have you not really given that much thought yet? Well, at the moment, I think like most people my age, we're kind of just flip flopping everywhere. We've either chosen our GCSE options or we're about to. I haven't done it quite yet. But last week I wanted to be a marine biologist. This week I think I might want to be a lawyer. I'm not really sure at the moment, but I know that the skills that music has taught me, I'm going to need them in every single profession, the tenacity, the perseverance the literal blood, sweat and tears it takes to get an exam or do a performance. Those are just incredible qualities that musicians have and they recognise that musicians have that. So music is super important for anything that you want to do. So I'm, I'm really grateful that I learned it so young because it's helped me in every aspect of my life so far. Absolutely. I mean, you don't have to know what you want to do. Most people don't anyway, whether they're 50 or 5. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come easy, but yeah, you have absolutely. the right mindset. So I'm sure whatever you do you will do it well thank you you're welcome um so do you have any advice for other young people who are looking to um take their grade exams in piano or cello what advice would you give them I think my advice would be to find a teacher who you really connects with because if your teacher inspires you and makes you want to be more like them, you're going to want to work harder and be more like them because there'll be one person doing an hour of practice and there'll be another person doing four hours of practice and you're constantly going, oh my goodness, and now I have to catch up to this person. So you definitely, you have to put the work in. Um, this next point, I think my mom's going to laugh when she watches this back because I have to do this more, but practice, it, it really, it really pays off because like uh, like I said before, it kind of comes down to um, how bad you want it. So many people um, are trying to do music, uh, that, but everyone, it's, it's very, very competitive. So you've just got to try really, really hard. Um, with the music industry, I've learned one thing from my mum, well, a lot of things, but I think if there's one thing that I have learned, it's that it's not always as glamorous as it might seem. So my mum, she'll be she'll be at work before we've even woken up and she'll come back after we've all gone to sleep again. Um, I've seen her spread herself really, really thin. So she'll try and balance being um, a regular mum, like teaching our um, spellings to us at the breakfast table and then rushing off for a shoot, trying to drop us all to school. And then she's just, she's super, super busy. And um, but I've never seen anyone work as hard as her. So she's, she's really my inspiration. Um, she makes me want to work harder as well but a lot of people they think that her profession is easy like being a musician is easy you just come you just play a piece but it's definitely definitely not so I'd say if you'd want to get into the music industry you should probably ask my mum because I'm still getting there <laughs> be prepared to work hard I think that's the best takeaway from that advice yeah definitely yeah. definitely <laughs> Okay, so just before we um, finish up, I just want to ask if anybody has any questions for Ava. Uh, how long did it take for you to prepare for your grade A exam? Uh, that one was quite a big one because it was a super important exam. And also I had to have a few lessons in lockdown before the actual thing. So I think it was like eight months, nine months. It was it was quite a long time, I think. Maybe maybe a little bit longer than that, but it, it paid off. I got it in the end. Do you practice daily? Um, that kind of depends if you're asking me or my mum. <laughs> um, I, I probably should practice more. Um, I've tried to. I've tried to practice 
daily just do like 10 15 minutes you should probably do a lot more but you've just got to try and work around but uh, you should definitely try try do a little bit every day anyway because that's where you that's where you see the difference do you want to learn another instrument? Um, I really love my instruments at the moment because I feel like um, to get to a really good level with more than one instrument, you have to put quite a lot of work in. So mm-hmm. I think at the moment I'm all right. I might pick up the recorder again. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy for now with just the cello and the piano. Super proud to be practiced as my mum. <laughs> it's spoken. I'll do some more. Um, somebody asked before as well, what is your favourite piano piece? Ooh, my piano, my favourite piano piece. Um, this is quite a difficult one. Um, there's so many, but I think my favourite piece altogether, um, I have a lot of reasons for this. It's more sweet. It's by Gustav Holst and it's The Planet. And the reason I love this is because I played it for my grade three with my mum. Um, and I absolutely love it. She used to play it to us when we were getting ready. She'd play Jupiter um, or she'd play Mars because it was really dramatic. It was me and my sister's favourite. And also uh, now and again, my baby brother, he loves it. So I'll play Jupiter for him. And my dad, because he was in the choir when he was younger and he can sing really well, he'll come in belting the anthem. <laughs> so it's kind of become a bit of a running joke in our house. So I still, I, that's my favourite one to play, I think, especially with the cello. Is there a piece of music that is your nemesis? Um, for a long time, my Chopin piece for my grade eight was super tricky, but that just made it even better when I got around it because I was like, ha, I conquered you. I got you in the end. And that was, that was, that was a great feeling. There's nothing better than playing a section and thinking to yourself, I found this really hard four weeks ago. How am I playing this? So that, that's great. Uh, have you ever written your own piece? Is that something you'd want to do? I've never written my own piece. I could give it a go. My sister and I, for a long time, we thought that we could start a band. So maybe maybe we'll look into that a little bit more. It's not too late. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not too late at all. <laughs> okay, if we just do um, one more question. Are you going to teach your little brother? I hope so, yeah. Um, I can't wait. I've told my mum that I want to do everything. I want to drive him to school. We're all obsessed with him. I'm so obsessed with him. When I'm having my online classes, he'll just be sitting on my lap. He'll say hi to all my teachers. Everyone adores him. So, yeah, I'm going to be teaching him. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> okay, well, Ava, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. It's been thank you so much for fun. having me. Absolutely. And I hope for your first interview, you enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Um, you can find Ava on Pianos Al Forte. That's your Instagram handle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, is there anywhere else where people can find you online? No, that's just it. I just have that Instagram account. Okay, no problem. Well, Enjoy the rest of your day and I wish Thank you the best you. with the rest of your music. Thank you so much. Have, no have a lovely evening weekend. You too. Thanks everybody for watching. Bye. Thank you for having me. Today's episode was made possible by Voice Magazine, an online platform for young people interested in art and culture. You can read Voice over at voicemag.uk and find it on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as VoiceMag UK. The Voice contributors are also on Instagram over at voice.extra. If you are looking for another podcast to listen to, the contributors release the Voice Extra podcast every Saturday, where they talk about the pieces they've produced and the culture they've been enjoying. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider helping us to make more for a donation of any amount at voicemag.uk slash donate. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the use of the track, Thief in the Night. You can find more of his work on Incomputech.com.
gmail.com. L. Farrell Kingsley was a sound engineer and producer, and Tom Innes was the executive producer.